Welcome to my basement, everybody. Hello. Sorry, Steve. Hello. Blowing your speakers. No, I love it. I love it. I love it when you fill my ears. Man. Welcome. Fill my ears. Yes, what a day in uh, in in sort of geek story today, right? Lots of crazy right? things happening. Steve Tilley is joining us. My good, dear friend, Steve Tilley, who's uh, worked with EP and with me and with colleagues of mine for uh, like 10, 15 years or something yes. like that. It's, <laughs> it's been at least 15 years. Yeah, but it's we crazy. haven't been able to do a lot of stuff. I think this is our first Skype conversation. We're going to have to do a lot more I think it might be, this. yeah. This is crazy. Thanks for getting used to it. I'm used to sort of being able to, to kind of bathe in your manly musk oh, you know, close nice. to you. Making it weird a right at the beginning. This distance. is what we love. This is great. <laughs> Right from the get-go. No, but I've been finding uh, these these, uh, these Skype and uh, Google Hangout interviews have been really productive and fun and cool, and it's allowed yeah. us to uh, connect with lots of people pretty quickly and efficiently. Thank you, by the way, because I know that you are in New York City. You attended the uh, New York City. The, yeah, I'm very jealous. I love that city. But you attended <laughs> the uh, the PlayStation 4 Pro reveal today. Yes, and so we're going to talk did. about that, and we're also going to talk about the Apple stuff, which I'm sure you were watching on uh, a video yeah, screen like, of some kind, right? I wish they could. I wish Apple and Sony could have got together and said, you know what? Let's not have this at the exact same time on the exact same day. You know, yeah. it's like it's like the two biggest movies opening on the same day. It's like space them out a bit. You only got so many people. You know, some of them are in. San Francisco, some of them are in New York, but uh, and for, yeah, it's been a big day for gadgetry. Yeah, and for people that like shiny things and blinking lights and stuff, I love shiny which things we and do, blinking lights. but it's also an expensive day because when you're yes. talking about all the dinero that's flying around, when oh, you got to get all of this, uh, this assortment of goodies. You're talking about I, four or five thousand bucks. I got no more organs left to sell. I've yeah. sold off all my non-vital <laughs> organs. I uh, I only got the ones that I got only one of left. Yeah. So I don't know how I'm going to afford a new iPhone, <laughs> a new PS4, a new TV, a new watch. It's too much. It's too much. Yeah, it's like a, it's like restarting your life over again. Your sort of digital <laughs> entertainment life. Boop, reboot. Uh, but okay, let's talk a little bit about um, Apple's because it came first today. Let's talk about Apple's yeah. uh, reveal of the iPhone Seven and the iPhone Seven Plus. Not a lot of surprise. Not a lot of surprise. All and the I think leaks were pretty accurate, right? Yeah, I mean, it's it's really hard to to be surprised by this stuff anymore yeah. because everything is leaked out. You know, the the manufacturers have access to the the, the accessory manufacturers have access to specs. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of great sites doing reporting on Apple stuff that have great sources. So I can't remember the last time we were really surprised by like a feature announcement on a new iPhone model. So. Yeah, we got kind of what we expected out of the iPhone 7 and 7 Plus today, I think. I think probably... since uh, Steve Jobs has passed, though, too, the leaks have grown exponentially. There was something about the uh, omnipresent <laughs> sort of overlord that, status yeah, it could be. of no, Steve Jobs. He, he would he kept just, that stuff locked down. Totally, and he was ready to sue people and put people out of business immediately if that stuff was ever kind or of revealed. just yell at them. I get the impression just being yelled at. Oh, yeah. Being yelled at by Steve Jobs would be terrifying. Uh, absolutely. So that alone, the threat of that alone could be enough not to leak it. He, he was kind of like the emperor, right? He would just like right. appear on some giant screen somewhere and start barking at you. I'm sure that yeah. he, he put the fear of God into a lot of people. But, yeah. um, you know, the iPhone 7, I think, had a pretty auspicious reveal today. I had a lot of people tweeting at me 
telling me that other cameras and other phones have dual cameras on them yeah. and this is nothing new and the specs and it's not that powerful and all of that is accurate because there yeah. is tons of hardware out there that is uh, equally proficient or as powerful I recently reviewed the Note 7 and love that phone except for now it's blowing Didn't up explode on you which no and I feel terrible for Samsung because <laughs> they built a great device I know and this would oh, be a fun small. week to you know or fun few weeks to kind of compare everything but of course I like as a reviewer and tons of uh you know consumers out there have had to bring their note sevens back and i don't yeah. i don't know if there's a supply reissue i just heard too that samsung has uh, fifteen thousand tons of stuff that were headed to uh stores for the oh, holidays man. stuck on ships that what is this what is this costing them what is this going to cost them in the end run i can't even imagine what I, that's going to add up i to. don't know like i feel terrible because they're making excellent things mm -hmm. and i i think there are excellent alternatives to the iphone but they're not yeah, iPhone. That's what Apple does, though. Apple yeah. waits until somebody else kind of perfects these features or puts them out there mm -hmm. and gauges the consumer's reaction to them and then says, okay, this is working. This is all the bumps been smoothed out in this particular technology, this particular feature set. Yeah. Now let's throw it in the iPhone. And, you know, and Apple does it in a way that it, it works really well. It always works really well. That's the thing you're going to always count on with Apple is once the features make it to the iPhone, for the most part, they are going to work really well like yeah. flawlessly yes no thought required but yeah the I, i'm trying to remember the last time that i felt like i mean i love the iphone i love the the ios family of, of products but i can't remember the last time i was really surprised or really energized by something they announced i mean the, the apple watch it was something kind of new that didn't quite hit its promise with the first gen you know now they're doing the series two that that may live up to that vision a little more, but I just can't remember the last time I had my mind blown by it. It was probably the iPad mini, I would imagine, right? Yeah, then again, that was a mini iPad, you know? Yeah. It's, uh, probably the iPad itself. The yeah. iPad itself was the last time that they really took a big risk and put something out there that really, like, people said, wow, I've, I've never quite seen anything like this. I want one. I, I agree with you, but there, you know, and I've reviewed a lot of this stuff over the over the years and as of you, and I think what happens is that there isn't that surprise, but then you get the product in. Uh, like, mm -hmm. most recently, I think for me, I love this 6 Plus S, which is right here. This phone, phone. This, this has been an amazing phone and the most rock solid out of all of the iPhones yeah. I've used, and I use it more than anything else that I have. And it's and it's been amazing, you know. I mean, a couple of hiccups here and there, uh, but the iPad Air blew me away. And, you know, when uh, went out for the. Uh, it is a beautiful device. Yeah, it I mean, it's still device. it was so good that it, there hasn't been this pull to kind of replace it. With an, <laughs> and iPad some, has suffered, I think, because that first iPad Air was so damn solid, you know? That's, that's the problem Apple's running into as well, is they, they're not really dreaming up really innovative new stuff for their phones. So yeah. when you put out an iPhone 6 that's awesome, you've either got to add something to it that's amazing, right. or just you know hope that people are going to keep jumping on board with these kind of iterative updates, which a lot of people do. I mean, let's face it, yeah. I, I don't need an iPhone 7, but I want one, yeah. and I'm sure a lot of other people feel the same way. And I know that there's there's this, there's a faction of people who, you know, call people like me or maybe like you. You know, we're sheep. We're just we're hypnotized or, or by Apple Apple's apologists voodoo. or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, they make they make great phones, and every time that they announce a new one, even though I know I don't need it, I yeah. kind of want it. I don't know. It's like was there something about the seven or seven plus that makes that you are most excited about out of the stuff that well, they revealed today? I have the I have the iPhone six, which doesn't have the, uh, uh, the optical the touch stabilization 3D or whatever. Okay, the, okay, right. yeah, yeah okay. which I 
kind of like to get. Yeah. Um, other than that, though, you know, I just like the idea of a faster iPhone. The the better battery life would be a huge selling point right now because mm-hmm. I have I have a lot of almost like problems now with my iPhone battery. It just seems to lose its juice. So well, it's quickly. been a year. <laughs> the clock it sort of moves towards when that, that announcement like, is happening. Like, Steve, Steve, there's an iPhone out. Okay, I'm gonna start you know. Hey, there's a new one out there. You should check it out. Uh, yeah, it's like it, it's jumping off a cliff to knows another. There's another one coming. I, you know, I. I I know that they've got the uh, they've got more functionality with the home button. It's got that taptic thing. Are yeah. we, you know, we knew that the lack of the headphone jack was coming. That's been I, half of me feels like Apple's been letting that leak out. Yeah, on purpose probably to, to yeah to exactly. let all of the hate kind of simmer a bit. Exactly right, and then today it the it's so totally it's revealed. How do you feel but, about these Air? What are they? Are they AirBuds? AirPods? What do you think about the AirPods? The wireless ones? Yeah, yeah I what are they? One hundred thirty bucks or something like that? One hundred sixty US. So they'll be two hundred bucks. bucks yeah. yeah. Okay. I love the idea of purely wireless earbuds. If the sound quality is good, mm-hmm. I like the the idea that you know they sense when they're taken out of your ears so that the battery doesn't run down. Yeah. I would have one of those things for a week yes. before I lost one, or it fell in the toilet, or you know it just went missing. I I can't be trusted with like tiny things that expensive. It's time and to I have just, sunglasses that have little flip down things, you know? Like these there you sun, go. right? Like sunglasses are so expensive as well. So like and and they they are we all lose them or break them. So why not put that into one device that costs 250 or something okay, like just, that? That's slick. Steve Jobs is gone. You just got to step in and take his place, man. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> but I think I think we are seeing, even though we knew it was coming, we are seeing some backlash against the, the removal of the headphone jack. Oh, yeah. Um, I mean, including headphones with the iPhone is a, you know, that's that's good. Including the, the dongle, the adapter with the iPhone, that's good. Yep. But I just like, people say, oh, yeah, well, they took the CD-ROM out of the iMac and, and you know, because they saw where things were going. But this is different. This is a, this is a proprietary Apple connector this is not necessarily going to replace all headphone jacks in the world the way that all computers no longer had optical media well, and the even the earbuds that apple has aren't as universal no. as they should be either like you can't plug them into an xbox one or playstation 4 and just start streaming with them i've tried yeah. you can figure configure stuff out so you can hear things but the microphone doesn't work and, yeah. it's, and it's because they've got their own proprietary way which is fine if you've got the iphone but it is a bit of an annoyance and now they've taken it to another step where you know th- this thing probably won't work with any other non-apple devices of course not, unless the other devices license the lightning technology from apple you know right. i totally see where they're coming from. I totally see the kind of evil genius behind this plan. Yeah. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, I mean, the, does it make the phone thinner? Great. Is it a is it a better connection, like a better connector? Yeah, great. Um, but I just don't, I, uh, maybe a year or two from now when we get to the iPhone 8, the iPhone 9, this will be a non-issue. Maybe we'll all be using lightning yes. headphones. Yes. But I don't know. It just feels like it's being, Apple knows how many people are in the iPhone ecosystem, and it's just saying, "Okay, if you want to keep playing along, you got to move to the standard." Well, yeah, and it and just they, feels a bit. They got to come up with other profit centers for sure. But I think what's going to happen is, uh, I, I, wealthy people with some money to spend will be spending that two hundred bucks on on airphones or air. Yeah. What are the AirPods? AirPods. And yeah. They're going to be so visible when they're walking around with these two oh. little white earrings <laughs> popping out of their out of their yeah. ears and if i just i i can i you know i'm i'm ready for the stories of people losing them and 
The replacement yeah. costs are going to be ridiculous. They're probably going to be, I don't know, just that and people getting beat up and robbed because know, they're, they're going to have them. Because they've got $200 yeah. worth of hardware that's easily plucked out of their ears. You know? Yes. It's, that's yeah. a target. I also heard someone pointed out that they now added stereo speakers. The iPhone's got two speakers mm -hmm. now, stereo speakers. That is just going to encourage those douche nuggets on the bus and the subway to start blasting the music from their phone. Right. Like, Everybody hates you. Don't ever do that. That'll do the right yeah, thing or and say anything. Like, oh yeah, now, right. now my phone's even louder. I can know you <laughs> even more effectively on public transit. No. Well, the, yeah, reason, I mean, it's, the uh, reason why it's, I'm psyched and I tweeted about this is fully the camera. I've been using the iPhone uh, 6 plus camera like crazy this year shooting tons of stuff that has made it into our content but also uh, just you know family stuff like the, the thing that blew my mind and the reason why I started to realize that this could be an incredibly versatile tool and I did compare it against the Note 7 camera and I love the video quality of the Note 7 but moving it uh, that's where it kind of shows off like the optical stabilization in this oh. when you're chasing a kid around which I happen to have one I have a, a reference model I can yep. uh, you have a kid? Yeah, I, I can. I can chase her around, and she's so <laughs> damn fast. Uh, but I, I can move and kind of have stable shots. And the minute yeah. I saw some of that video and put it up on the computer and and looked at the quality, it's like this is damn impressive. And now it looks like Apple. They're saying that they're not trying to take out the DSLR market, but they're edging so close yeah. to camera well, ubiquity that pretty soon we're not going to bother. Picking exactly. up another cam, we're not going to take another camera out with us. It is. Anywhere. This is the primary camera. When I, I went on vacation to BC for a couple of weeks uh, recently, and I thought, should I bring my uh, my DSLR? Should I bring my big my big camera? And you know what? I actually did. Yeah. It didn't leave the bag the entire time I was there. I wow. shot everything on my phone because the the and this is this is just the this, the the iPhone six. It doesn't have the. Uh, I don't think this one has the optical image stabilization. No, but it'll take but, great photos for sure. Yeah, yeah it takes great yeah. photos. It takes a nice, slick 60 frame per second video. Yeah, so anything that makes this more a, a better a better camera, a better video camera, a better still camera yeah. is a good thing. But we expected that. I mean, it would be a news story if Apple released a new iPhone that did not have a better camera, yeah. or did not have a faster processor. So well, it's like I, every I don't year think... it's like our fastest iPhone yet, our best iPhone yet. Well, of course Ridiculous. it is. Yeah. Of course it is. How's it not going to be? It's so disingenuous. Yeah, I think it was kind of an underwhelming reveal for the iPhone. I mean, it's got some cool stuff. I, mm -hmm. I'm super psyched to get one and to play around with it and to see the, the, the speed of everything. But, you know, I think one of the things that they do every time that they reveal this or any of the smartphones, quite frankly, is they talk about the processing power and the graphic horsepower and all that stuff. And then the real world uh, applications that you enjoy with this stuff are so simplified, especially in the yeah. gaming front. Those leaps and bounds in terms of fidelity aren't really happening. I mean, yeah. I, I would say that they're happening with uh, uh, maybe some of that camera tech, uh, but even that is kind of iterative. Um, I think we'll yeah. we'll see what yes. happens now with two cameras and telephoto and, and depth of field and all that. I'm excited to play with all that stuff, especially if there is some uh, video technology that is employed with that. So suddenly you can yeah. do some, some cool depth of field video tricks. That'll be cool. The, the, the processor power stuff, that tends to come, that tends to be appreciated more a few years later. Like you, you see games now that can't run on an iPhone 5 or earlier. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. So, I mean, they're not, we're not going to see some sort of console quality game on the iPhone 7 uh, because that would just, that could only work on the iPhone 7 because yeah. that would just eliminate, you know, a huge chunk of the market. But 
I do like the fact, like I play a lot of games on on my my, my iPhone and my iPad, and I do like the fact that more of these games are kind of pushing the the, the envelope in terms of visuals or in terms of complexity. Um, it's still not it's still not going to take the place of my PlayStation or my no. Xbox, but um, yeah, but I don't know. It's just I just want I just want Apple to surprise us, just surprise us. Like yeah. you're, you're meeting expectations, but not exceeding them. I just would love to see. Uh, uh, something that just kind of blows us away, something we haven't thought of before. Um, right. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... And even like I, the waterproofing and the dustproof, water resistance, like that stuff is mm. being bested. I think it's it, it's more exciting that the Note 7, you can pop the pen out and right underwater and it still works. <laughs> I mean, that's incredible. You know, It's got a lot of practical applications. No, but it's yeah. just like... <laughs> that's, a lot of underwater writing. That's, that's over and above. Plus, they didn't really talk about the durability of the phone without a case, and they worked so hard to make these things so beautiful, yeah. and then they're know, so right? delicate. It's unbelievable. I know. You don't want to put a case on it because it's just a beautiful device, but yeah. you have to, and then as soon as you do, you've just kind of eliminated all the beautiful industrial design. Yes. That they've yeah. so I mean, I love my case on. on this iPhone 6 Plus S or whatever, 6S Plus. And a, it looks a, like the first iPhone. Oh, that's cool. That's repping a Toronto the, street card there in the case. Six. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I this I like this because it's retro and it looks like the very first iPhone when you put it on. So it totally blows the idea that I've got the latest and greatest. <laughs> your, your latest iPhone is looking <laughs> like an iPhone. <laughs> okay, well, it wasn't just the iPhone that they re revealed today. It's the uh, the Watch Series 2. Mm -hmm. um, that looked a lot more enticing to me than the Series 1 stuff. I feel like a lot of kinks have been worked out. You, do you still wear your Apple Watch? You, you were wearing it for a long time. There it is. Is. Cool. Right so there, are you, right you excited about OS or Watch OS three <sighs> and some of the upgrades? You know, I don't know. I, 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 when I got the Apple Watch, I, I thought it was going to be kind of this really cool wrist-mounted extension of my phone. But yeah. in the first generation, at least, and with the first iterations of the of the Watch OS, it's really everything is simpler to do on your phone. There's very little that that is suited to do on the watch. That's not faster to do on the phone, even if it means taking the phone out of your pocket. There's so right. many things on you do on the watch that just are slow because the watch is talking to the phone. The connection is, you know, not as robust as it could be. So I'm, I want to see what they're going to do with, with truly watch focused apps, as opposed to things that, you know, like <laughs> I don't think we're trying to, to follow driving directions on the watch. No, <laughs> I saw, I watched I, some I guy <laughs> try to use the watch for his uh, airplane ticket. And he was just struggling and trying to put it on the thing and scan it. And the yeah. line was getting bigger and he was just sweating and <laughs> it just wasn't I working. Seen... Then he finally took out the phone and just put the phone on the thing. There. See, that's, a, that, that's the Apple Watch experience. I yeah. do like it for Apple Pay. I do love going to the self-checkout at the local Loblaws by my place. And then when it comes time to, to, to use a debit card, I'm just like, click, click on the scanner. Boom. Nerd alert! Yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean... What I, what I use this for mostly is just getting notifications on my wrist. And I do actually find a lot of value in that. I like getting all of my, my app notifications and my messages all on my wrist. It's really handy for that. Right. And it's not bad as a fitness device. It's not quite as, uh, um, it doesn't have quite as wide a spectrum as a Fitbit in terms of a fitness device, but it does the stuff I need it to do. That's wild. That's right now telling me that I'm, I'm doing really well on my fitness as I'm talking that, about that. That's good. But, um, I, well, now we've got a, a waterproof version of it, a snappier one. It's got a built-in GPS. I mean, yeah. to me, it's starting to look like 
And the price wasn't as freaky as I thought it was going to be. Of course, that's going to be with the the POS watch bands, like the the, yes. the bottom of the line. That's where they're making all their money. But uh, uh, it sounds a little more enticing to me now. It sounds like this is a, an efficient little machine unto itself. Yeah. See, and for me, I wish I jumped in now. I kind of wish I'd held off. Yeah. Um, there's no way I would upgrade now. I would wait maybe another generation, mm. which is really what you should do with Apple products in general. Right. You should wait a generation. Like right. you have an iPhone 5, wait out the 6, get the 7. You know, if you have the 6, wait out the 7, get the iPhone 8 next year. That's really the smart thing to do with, with Apple stuff because you really notice the advancements in two generations, not so much with the, the little jump between them. So I'm going to just stick with this for now, yeah. and yep. then we'll see what uh, Series 3 has to offer. Yeah. But um, I really like, I like the I. People poo-poo wearables all the time. Oh, wearables, you know, it just, it's not happening. Wearables is, are going to happen. They just have yeah. to figure out how to make them as intuitive and as natural as clothing or any, you know, any other device that you would use without a second thought. If you have to think too much about using your wearable, it's not really – it's not an extension of you. It's another piece of technology that happens to be clamped to your body. Well, Android sure has the leg up. In, yeah. in the wearables department, you know, like if you are fully integrated in the Android OS, you have way more yeah. options mm -hmm. and way more choice. Mm -hmm. It becomes more confusing, but I always look on that with, with great envy because I haven't made that switch. You know, the Note 7 uh, was so, Didn't lure you over to so close, site? you know, and I do use a lot of Google stuff for work, obviously on YouTube and all that stuff. And, uh, you know, the apps are great. And I, I you know, I'm, I'm looking forward to testing the two a little bit more side by side. It's so close. But the thing that really is attractive about Android is the, uh, the vast amounts of choice, you know. Mm -hmm. um, and I think if the Note 7 video camera functionality, because I love the photos that I was taking on that thing. Really, really nice. I mean, I can't wait to see the the pictures side by side and 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 stack these two side by side. I, I and I, I mean, you review the, the the tech stuff for the paper. Mm -hmm. Have you been seeing other phones that are you know contenders? Yeah, it's, it's the one thing that I think one advantage that Apple has is that there's almost too much choice on the Android side. Mm -hmm. You know, Samsung's got great phones, but they have a lot of them. Yeah, and HTC has got a lot of them, and the LG's core, got a lot of them. The core Nexus phones are always exactly. Really solid. Yeah, yeah so Google's got yeah exactly. So there's almost such an overwhelming amount of choice. The one thing I appreciate about the iPhone is that even in a year when they have two models, like a seven and seven plus, or you know a six and success, yeah, you still got a very narrow range to choose from. It's not an overwhelming amount of choice, and you know that the apps are going to work properly. There's right. not going to be such a wide spectrum of devices that some apps might not be compatible with your device True. you see that a little bit you see that a little bit with especially with an older iphone but yes you know it's the it just works it goes back to it just working and i i think i would have a really hard time giving up the ios app ecosystem i just you know for all the things that google has improved with with google play and with the google the, the their version of the app store i still think apple still got that you know it's still the down. first stop for mobile it development. Is. And yeah, for and it's got, exactly. It is the first yep. stop. And it's yep. sort of where all the premium apps are going to go first. And then maybe they'll, they'll have uh, Android versions later. I mean, Very... look at Mario Run today, right? That's a perfect example. He wasn't right? on stage yeah. at the Google Play event. He was on stage for the exactly. iPhone, Shigeru Miyamoto. Exactly. And that, I mean, that was, that was history in the making. And it could be a complete... It could, it could be a complete table-turning thing that we're about to witness here. You know, the NX may be so directly tied to these companies, to Apple and Google, <laughs> yeah. it's going to blow I, our freaking minds, you know? Yeah, we're, we're going to have to have a big conversation about that when we learn more about the NX, but yeah. I can't even wrap my head around what, what the hell Nintendo's doing now. If they're either 
geniuses or insane. But I know <laughs> there doesn't I, seem to be any middle ground with them anymore. I know that they were as excited to be on the stage as we were to watch them because there okay. is an element of uh, um, universal appeal that a company like Apple or Google or Facebook kind of has that the video game industry hasn't quite reached. And I think mm -hmm. that was kind of exemplified by the PlayStation reveal today, which, you know, in the context, I mean, this wasn't the best Apple presser by any means, but I think in terms of um, solidly hitting notes and, and, you know, delivering messaging around something, it was, it was, it was solid. The, mm -hmm. I think the PlayStation uh, Pro, PlayStation 4 Pro was okay. You know, it didn't come yeah. anywhere close to what they did at E3 or even close to the sort of early stuff around the PlayStation 4. Mm -hmm. And I think I found, I mean, I, I wrote about the Pro for, for the Sun, for my papers. Yeah. And I found I found it difficult even to explain what it is. It's, yeah. it's you know, we're stepping into the 4K HDR world now. This is basically a console that's going to take advantage of your 4K TV. I guess that's you know, probably the simplest way. I hate that, that name. I hate that name. It shouldn't be called Pro. Pro. Yeah, it's not a there's no such thing as a Pro leisure device, you know? <laughs> like if it, if it's a Pro device for professional gamers, that's one thing. But this is a leisure, sit back and enjoy device. Why the hell would you call I, it a Pro? I feel like there are a lot of other Pro devices out there, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I Naming aside, it's, uh, it's I, I sat down with a couple of developers, sat down with some of the guys from uh, both Sucker Punch and uh, Bend, yeah. who are doing Days Gone, just to sort of get a, a feel from the developers what they're doing with this, with this this new console. And there's very little, like, I sort of thought that there would be almost a, a different level of, of graphical detail. Not in, there, is a, there is a different level of graphical detail, but it's not like if you're playing Uncharted 5, on yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. the places for or the on the pro that you're going to see objects in the world that you wouldn't see if right. you didn't have a pro or you're going to see right. more polygons you're not going to see more polygons that's one thing i, I asked my dad i said or will there be like um at least you know, not yet they seem really reluctant and i don't know if it's because it's a sony mandate they seem really reluctant to divide the experience between pro owners and non-pro owners the pro right. owners will get the higher resolution the better anti-aliasing they'll get um hdr looks really good that's actually almost a bigger selling point yeah. than 4k i think right. once once you see the difference between hdr and non-hdr on an hdr tv you realize wow that looks good like yeah, it yeah. really it pops it just pops there's so much greater spectrum of of light i mean that's what hdr is right so you've got bright bright like lasers and you have deep deep shadows that have detail in them and all on the screen at once but you're not we're not going to see you know faster frame rates that's another thing they sort of specifically said no you know they yeah. like the the bend guy said now days gone is locked at 30 frames even though maybe theoretically they could increase the frame rate on the pro they're not going there they want that experience to be you know as similar as it can be for the two uh, the, the the two do consoles you, do you think just looking a, better this year analysis and next year they can say this is the new feature this is you know the reason to upgrade next year yeah it could be that they just don't want to like you know show their whole hand right now right now yeah. they're saying if you have a 4k tv if you have a 4k hdr tv this is the console you want it's an extra 100 150 bucks not even 150 bucks 
I mean, that's that's not a huge premium to pay for a console that goes along with your $2,000, $1,500 TV. Right. But it's not going to be, I think some people were under the impression that this was going to be, um, we were just going to see better versions of games on the Pro. And at least for now, at least for the, the foreseeable future, games are going to look better, but they're not going to really be better, if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh... It's also big, man. I actually had a chance to, I, was, I don't think I was supposed to pick it up. There was yeah. one, there was it looks one. heavy. When Andrew it, was picking it up, thick, it looks heavy. Man. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a bulky little monster, yeah. It's I mean, probably, especially with the Slim sitting right next to it. It's probably got a bunch of, uh, you know, graphic uh, cards or graphic uh, processors running in tandem right yeah. beside each other, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, but, but, so it's kind of... Uh, I kind of want them to, I almost want them to say, okay, yeah, I want somebody to step up and say, yeah, we are going to make a PlayStation 4 Pro, uh, we're going to make a game that plays great on the PlayStation 4, but if you play on the PlayStation 4 Pro, yeah. you're going to see more detail in the world, you're going to see stuff, you're going to see like more effects, and that's kind of like I thought what we're going to be seeing with it, but it, they seem to be very strictly saying it's it's resolution, it's clarity of image, it's color and it's it's luminosity that's the difference at least right now yeah i mean i think that they're very wary of pissing off the 30 million plus owners of the current machine yes. and you yeah. know i have to say like the reveal was underwhelming i feel like of the machines themselves it was like uh, andrew house saying was... here's the family and then the curtain thing and just i i made the sound effect of womp <laughs> you know there there it is <laughs> and just go ahead and take a look at these things and the design of the machines themselves is not up to the caliber of the PlayStation 4 launch either. Yeah, you know? I, just, I don't, I don't love the, the the look of the Slim. I do love the well. I, I kind of, I'm kind of split on the new, the new power button and the new reset button. Yeah, they're so un, unintuitive. Yeah. on the PS4. Oh, There's I know. Like yes, yeah. They touch must've... strips. Which one? Which one's eject? Which one's power? You don't know. Yeah, they're just little light bars. But once you figure it out, you kind of feel it. It feels really high tech. Now it's just got a button. You know, a button that says has a little power symbol on it. Yeah, yeah. And a button that says eject. So that's way more straightforward. They, they look like one's like a grilled cheese sandwich, or one's like a like a cheeseburger, and one's, like a, a, one's a Big Mac. Yeah. You know, like they just they don't they don't look like these elegant, sleek from mm -hmm. the future slanted Which... PlayStation fours like we got with the uh, initial launch. You know, I'm surprised. Yeah. I'm shocked. That's one thing I, th I think Microsoft did really well with the Xbox One S. Yes. The Xbox One is a big, freaking ugly piece of black yeah. junk. Yes, with, just with occupies this and, massive yeah, spot. And the One S, it like it's like it looks like something that you know Stormtrooper would have on his on yep. a Star Destroyer. Right? It's like yep. this thin, sleek white. It's got quiet, just much better design. Yeah. I just I really like the look of the of the One S uh, a lot. It's and a I don't total love the flip flop look. in a way, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I was weird. noticing as well. I mean, I haven't seen it. I haven't touched it. Did you did you get to play any games on the uh, on the PS4 Pro? Did you did you get your yes. hands on? Yes. Yeah. And okay, so. Like for Honor, for instance, yeah. the the Ubisoft the the sword fighting games come out. One thing I really noticed again, these games are playing on like 65, 75 inch top of the line Bravia right. 4K HDR screens, is... right? So they're going to look amazing no matter what. Yeah. But I, I noticed that um, with game with with For Honor especially, when you're looking at the guys in the distance, the soldiers in the distance, you can see them. You can actually see there's that's a guy. That's not like a blob of pixels. It's a it's a little man right. running around in the distance. That's cool. So you, that makes you definitely have right that there. that clarity. Yeah, you have the clarity. <laughs> And um, on like on Uncharted Four, they had a demo where they were switching back and forth between HDR and, and non HDR. That's such and HDR, a beautiful game. How does it look in 4K? Oh, it, just did they? Up no, it? 4K and HDR. And this okay. looks 
weirdly better. Like the, the, the detail in the sand, the shadows in the sand really pop out. Wow. Um, some of the underwater stuff, like the light coming from above and underwater. When it goes back and forth between HDR and non-HDR, the non-HDR looks so washed out. Right. And you, you see that and you're like, how can I ever think this looked amazing? And, you know, how can I ever think that this was, you know, that these oh colors God, were amazing? You are the, the totally selling amazing. me on this right now, Steve. <laughs> I'm like, there's like a meter inside of me going, oh, my God, want, 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 want. Oh, my God, that's so cool. Were you blown away? Mm, I, the thing is also, I feel like if they did spin a week, I know I'm, I'm losing the light here, by the way. The sun's yeah, it's going night, down it's here nighttime in New York. In New York yeah. It's getting, it's getting dark. <laughs> no, you look great. Thanks. So um, I noticed that but the thing is, I feel like if they just trotted out the regular PS4 on one of these giant sweet Bravios <laughs> and said, this is the problem, like, yeah, it looks better. Like, there's definitely a lot of the power. Oh, my God. There. Like I, the one thing where I really noticed is that I was playing um, uh, Deus Ex Mankind Divided. Like yeah. I dropped many, 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 many yes, hours in that game. So that's something game. like I've been looking at that game a lot. And when I looked at it on the 4K HDR, and that's all it is, it's just upscale. It's just like, it's just a, you know, better resolution and a better, uh, you know, light gamut. Yeah. It does look better. Like I look at that and say that looks noticeably better than what I've been playing on my lowly 1080p TV at home. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, I, I just, um, I'm not just, I'm really curious to see how it's going to do. I think that uh, you've now got two choices with the PlayStation family. You've got the, the, the cheap model mm-hmm. or you've got the premium model. And I'm really curious to see how many people are going to jump into the premium model side. I'm curious to see how many gamers value that enough to actually shell out the extra 100, 120, 140 bucks, whatever it is. Yeah, it. I mean, it's a killer machine, the PlayStation 4. Sony really yeah, it nailed it. It you is. Know? Like they, they have earned th- that that sort of sales position with the elegance of their console and the software lineup. And, and so, you know, it's interesting that there are still lots of people out there that have been waiting and waiting and now they get to dive in and there's going to be this huge, robust back catalog and all of this new 4k gaming. And like, this is the, like these machines, the Xbox one S and, and, uh, and the Pro, I still gonna, I want to call it the Neo. I feel like the Neo is such a much cooler <laughs> both, name. The guys who's with Sucker Punch and uh, and Bend both actually referred to it as Neo in yeah. conversation. That's what we've been calling it for the past, you know, however many months. It's, it's been, a right? way better name than Pro, but I feel like they are going to be the best things that's ever happened to the 4K television industry. You know, like they're going to sell so many 4K TVs. As I said today, you know, they're talking so much about 4K TVs and HDR. You'd almost think Sony sold TVs. Oh, (laughs) yeah, it's kind of a weird sort of uh, like almost. I mean, it's it's a great I don't want to say synergy, but it's it's a great thing for Sony. They have they sell these TVs and they're not cheap. And if they can say this console plays games that look so great on a 4K TV and then over here say here's some 4K TVs that's you know that's good for them it's a smart move as, yeah. a, as, a, as a as a manufacturer that makes both these products it's a smart move to make them work so well together does it feel like at least from what you've seen software wise that it doesn't really it doesn't justify that resolution bump yet um i mean it depends what you consider justification it's yeah. it's it's it's, it's the price of 4K TVs has come way, way down yeah. over the past year. You're still but... dropping at least a thousand bucks, I think. Right? Yeah, at least a thousand bucks, but yeah. I mean that's better than three grand or four yeah. grand that it was two years ago. So, um, I don't know, man. The games, 
games look good. We're sort of the, the, the PlayStation is sort of running up against that that point in its life cycle where it gets just blown to smithereens by a high-end PC. Right? Like you look at something that's running on like an NVIDIA 1080 or two <laughs> NVIDIA 1080 cards yeah. um, together, it's going to do things that the, the PS4 can't touch because it's a three-year-old piece of you know lower-end consumer electronics. I think the Pro is sort of giving them a little bit of a you know a little bit of more staying power, a little you know another grip on the market until we see the PlayStation 5 in who knows two years, three years tops. Yeah, I would yeah, think yeah, that they, yeah. they can't they can't wait much more than three years to go to well, the full next gen. But it's all getting so confusing now because what's the next generation? Uh, the, yeah, I feel the, like they the Xbox have... Scorpio coming up, and is that that that's fully backwards compatible? It's going to play the same games as the Xbox One, but somehow be like. Completely next gen. I don't I, get it. I think that they're opening the door to to yearly console changes. Oh, I think they're yeah. doing it. I mean, they're <laughs> I they're looking at that. Apple and going, "Oh my God, what, these guys sell, you know, virtually the same technology every year." Look, look what we just talked about with the the iPhone Seven, mm-hmm. with tweaks and an iterative improvements. Why can't we do that? You know, yeah. and certainly the PC industry kind of exists in that domain as well right like people yeah i kind of, I, was, I was always sort of hope that consoles would be immune to that but i mean apple has, has set the precedent for people mm-hmm. buying the same thing uh you know slightly better versions of the same thing every year every yeah. two years so yeah. yeah and i mean and an iphone's more expensive than a ps4 so if if they're kind of like saying that's this is what you can do now then uh we're all doomed we're doomed i don't want yearly consoles i like the every six or seven years yeah Getting really excited about a new a new generation of consoles. It does change a lot of things, right? I mean, mm-hmm. it, this this whole sort of persistent game space as well, too, right? Like that's the other side of it too. Is the games aren't necessarily being iterated on the same way that they have been in the past. People, you know, certainly there's huge franchises like Madden and Call of Duty and stuff like that that kind of rely on that turnover every mm-hmm. year. But there are a lot of games that uh, just kind of stretch across years with uh, DLC or, yeah. you know, sort of persistent worlds and things. And that almost justifies you upgrading your hardware along the way and maintaining, but you start start to see your world look better, you know? Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. It's a strange time. This is really something brand new for, for console gaming. Yeah. This, this weird, these the weird mid-generation console, like the, the Xbox One S and the, right. and the, again, I almost called it the Neo, <laughs> the, yeah. uh, the PlayStation 4 Pro. Well, um, the Neo did one thing that uh, the, the Xbox One S includes. They omitted the uh, the Ultra HD Blu-ray playback, which is crazy. Yeah, you know what? It's funny. They didn't actually, uh, for obvious reasons, they didn't touch that during the press conference. And I think the assumption, and I made the assumption, is that it'll do uh, uh, 4K Ultra, Ultra HD Blu-ray playback. That seems like such a... That's I mean so many Sony people, owns that technology exactly, which and is insane. For so many people, their their first DVD player was a PS2, and their first Blu-ray player was a PS3, right? The PS3 right. played Blu-rays, yeah, right? That's what it did, yeah. And um, and now the Xbox One S is is a great, cheap, almost like it is cheaper than a lot of standalone 4K Blu-ray players. So if if the the PlayStation 4 Pro is not a, a, a 4K Blu-ray player, I don't. That seems weird. I mean, that's. I heard some some rumblings that maybe that's going to be added in in you know like a firmware patch or something. Uh, okay. But I don't know. I don't right. know where. Um, I wish I had actually. I didn't even know that until long after the event was over. 
and um, I'm not sure where that stands right now, but yeah, it seems like a really odd. Well, counter to that is the smart sort of firmware update with uh, HDR for existing PlayStation 4s, which I'm all thumbs mm -hmm. up on. All right, uh, thank you very much, my friend. I'm, indulge me in a quick um, uh, unboxing video because oh, yes. you've got I one of these. Got this is the Sphero BB-8 with, uh, with the force band. Um, I haven't been, uh, I haven't touched this yet, but I talked with, uh, with Kelly from uh, Sphero. We had a great conversation, which you mm -hmm. guys can watch on our channels. Um, and uh, I'm a huge fan of this. You know, I've had my, uh, my BB-8 back there since we got it. My play, I play with it from time to time. My daughter loves the thing. Um, and I figured, why not open up the new one? So this is Do the bat battle-damaged uh, Sphero BB-8 with the Force Band. So you get everything all in one. So you, here's your little, uh, your special edition uh, sort of instruction book here telling you that you have got the all-in-one bundle. And it comes, uh, great packaging actually. Comes with a, well, I'll open up the Force Band first, which... Uh, I asked Kelly ah. if they're going to do any watch integration with this because this would be a mm. rad little watch if they just put a little face on it. It's oh, a cool device in, in and of itself. Like, I like the fact that it's not simply for controlling BB-8, but it's like <laughs> one of the coolest things that I like about it is that, and if you if you if Kelly showed you things, she probably had those little toys with her, yeah. like the X-wing fighter, like being able to go. Yes, it has sounds <laughs> with built a tie in. fighter, and it makes the tie fighter sound. That's okay. so cool, and you can make the I lightsaber sound. I just yes. gave my daughter a little lightsaber that I got at uh, John Williams concert. I was lucky enough to be at in uh, oh, at the Hollywood wow. Bowl, and they were selling these ten dollars lightsabers, and I just gave her that. So I'm going to give her this to try on, and she can whip her lightsaber around and have the sound effects. And it's got the uh, the motion sensing in there too, which is great. So it knows where you're striking. Uh, okay, now this is the uh, this is the goodie. I'm gonna flip this over. It's in a tin box, which is so cool. God. Look at that. That is just slick, man. This looks like the uh, the case that Ray found the lightsaber in, <laughs> but brand new. Okay, so pop that open, and uh, here is the new uh, well part of the new BB-8 droid. Here, I'll, <laughs> I'll let you have that. I don't know will the will the head stay on without the power. I, I think it will. Right. Magnetic. Okay, so it needs the juice. So one one cool little bit of BB-8 Sphero trivia is that when they made the first one, they had like the movie wasn't out yet. Right. So they were working from you know the the specs and designs from from Lucasfilm, not really knowing how BB-8 was going to look in the final product. So now after the movie came out, they're like, you know, our BB-8 is almost it's too shiny, it's too clean. Yeah. BB-8 in the film, he's got a lot of Jakku sand all over him. He's all scuffed up. So they've made this this BB-8 look. Very much like the BB that we've seen. It's got a matte finish. It's got all the little, the little scuff marks. I love it. I we love already it. dropped his head. I I love this freaking <laughs> character. I, I was at Disneyland earlier this year, and this was the only thing I wanted to walk away with was this this thing that, I, that has become my co-host on my on Dick's basement. But I, I I love this character, and I can't believe how much they it, say what you will about the Force Awakens. You know, they've got a lot of safe choices in there. I get it, mm -hmm. but this was not a safe choice and boy did they hit a home run with this creation you know they mm -hmm. created something mm -hmm. that uh, immediately connects with your heart you know and mm -hmm. uh, I think saved Sphero in a lot of ways you know like it definitely escalated the business to a, a yes. whole other stratosphere and yeah. Uh, yeah it's exciting to see what what they've got coming up with all of this stuff so you get the cool yeah. battle damage base and everything 
and then that plugs in, charges up, and and connects with the uh, the app on the phone or the uh, now the force band. And I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna plug it in, and we're gonna see. We'll we'll test it in another video. But uh, it comes with the cool. the cables and the the USB chargers. Lots of stuff charging in our world now, right? <laughs> Where's the wireless, you know, the ubiquitous wireless charging we were promised? You know, I want to be able to just walk in my house, put my phone down, and have the walls charge it. Yeah. I mean, Samsung's kind of doing that. Yeah, know? they're getting there. They're getting there. They're getting there. It's kind of weird that there isn't that same sort of easy functionality with the iPhone mm -hmm. yet. You know, that's something mm -hmm. that I think would have surprised everybody today. Is yeah. Apple's, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, easy wireless charging system, especially if we're, yeah. we've got AirPods in there now too, right? We should be able to just put stuff down onto a base and exactly. look at us complaining about all these, I know. this incredible technology we're surrounded <laughs> by. I, you know, I've got this fancy new several hundred dollar phone, but I can't wirelessly charge it. You know? <laughs> I take it back, take it back. Yeah, we are, uh, we are lucky individuals to be able to talk yes, about this. Are. And I'm lucky to know you and have you oh. in my world. I love you, brother. Love Thank you, you so much. I'm going to go enjoy the New York evening now. Yes, go have fun out there, all right? And then do, then do a bunch more work. Yes, <laughs> that's what you got to do. But have fun. All right, say, say, say hi to some of the uh, the friends that we mutually have that are enjoying uh, the Big Apple. I will. And I will. Uh, thank you, everybody.